0: hey good girls welcome to between the sheets a podcast about books sex relationships and occasionally our messy personal lives i'm your host Kels, and i'm your host anise so grab a drink and
1: get in bed you dirty little sluts welcome back everyone what is up hope you're having a deliciously smutty week filled with lots of spicy books and a lot of self-care how has your week been
0: I actually had a bomb week. I went to Seattle, as you know, and we rented this boat that was a hot tub boat. So we were literally strolling around Seattle in this boat, drinking and blasting Bad Bunny. It was a
1: perfect night. When you told me that, my initial first concern was, what if you have to pee? So what happened? Literally, I had to hold pee for two hours.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. It was either jump into the water that was 30 degrees or hold it. And so by the time we got back, we all had had to pee so bad because we drank a bottle of wine
1: yeah each oh okay (laughs) so you had a wonderful time on the west coast yes what about you i actually finished up my spring semester so i feel amazing i'm free i mean for the time being but it feels good to not have an obligation outside of my regular obligations
0: Woo! Woo! She's learned. She's educated. She's learned. And what are we celebrating with tonight? Let me guess. Uh, a high noon? Guess what flavor? Pineapple? If they don't sponsor us by now. Literally, I will start <laughs> drinking high noon if they decide to sponsor us.
1: It's only a hundred calories and gluten-free.
0: My drink is definitely not gluten-free. I chose it because of the name, but it's actually delicious. It's Ho Garden.
1: I love Ho Garden because we're hoes. Beer for this
0: podcast. They're Belgian, I believe. Yes. Good looking people over there. And they have really good fries, you know? Also, they do have the music festival, Foreverland.
1: Tomorrowland! Yes. Okay, we are taking the podcast to Tomorrowland, sponsored by Hoagarden. Yes. We're manifesting Manifestation. for 2023. <laughs> we got this. Yes. All right, we do. today we are going to be talking about a really large, deep dive into Addicted Callaway series by Christy and Becca Ritchie. We will be going ahead and splitting this up into two different episodes because there are 10 books and it's just a lot to get through a lot of couples a lot of spice a lot of steam for us to discuss with you here we did ask you guys
0: on instagram what was your questions you had about the series because we had a whole bunch going into the series so the number one question is is it worth the hype and you'll find that out at the end of this episode when we go through all five books and we give you a deep dive on each of the books and how we felt after them
1: and just as a heads up this episode will not be spoiler free we will be digesting ingesting caressing the heck out of these books we will be talking about serious plot points and things that happen to each of the couples so if you have not read the series and you want to avoid spoilers we recommend that you just throw yourself into the back of the episode where we tell you if it's worth the hype let's get started with just telling us what our initial
0: expectations were for the book i think it's all over book talk all over bookstagram originally i had no clue what the fuck this book was about i thought it was a rom-com I did I know?
1: Had no idea. The book looked so bad. All of the covers look really bad. When I saw the Kiss the Sky cover, which just says like addicts and uh, she's a virgin, I was like, this sounds like the dumbest 2015 shit in the universe.
0: Exactly. These books were written in 2014 and you can definitely tell they were written in 2014.
1: Correct. Reading them, I feel like in 2022, there are certain things that I have a lot of reservations about that I would not like to see in a modern book. The covers
0: made me think that it was a
1: rom-com because the first three
0: books have plain white backgrounds with like a red heart what does that say about it gives me nothing
1: they're the worst book cover designs and what's silly to me is that they keep releasing these like new editions every single time i'm sure they're making phenomenal money with the amounts of prints that they've done but i wish they started off with stronger covers because that's really what dissuaded me from starting the series in the first place on my own
0: so as you could tell from the title if you read and use some common sense like i didn't do addicted means that but the main characters have addictions and you follow them through their addictions. Lily is a sex addict and Lo is a alcoholic.
1: The series goes ahead and follows three sisters who are part of the Callaway family and their relationships. Each book will focus on a specific couple, but certain couples get three books or two books in a row. Like we do see in the Addicted Ricochet and Addicted For Now books, which we will discuss here now. And we are using the reading order that they
0: suggest on the website, which is a combination of the Addicted series and the callaway sister series you can read them as separate series but we decided to just loop all 10 books in and give it all a try because we don't half-ass shit here we full-ass everything even though when someone told me i had to read 10 books in a row i at first was like am i quitting book talk
1: (laughs) yes we were definitely not going to dive into this but when i tell you the ending of that first book had us hooked i
0: got addicted to this series no pun intended pretty quickly because my expectations were on the bottom floor and then by the end of the book I was like so invested in Lily and Lowe's relationship even though it is toxic as but but that's what I like here.
1: I was actually surprised to see how toxic and how sexy and how spicy these books are given that they do look just like teen romances to me. And even though this is a very toxic relationship that we follow in the beginning, I still loved it a lot even though that's not really my speed. I was even irritated with them at times because of how unnecessarily toxic they were being. But let's just go ahead and dive into Addicted to You, which is the first book in the 10 book reading order. What did you think of Lily and Lo? First, I loved the fake dating aspect. I really loved
0: how they kind of fed off each other. They were really supportive of each other, even though it wasn't the most healthiest of relationships. I did think that Lily was eventually going to cheat on Lo because once they actually got into a relationship, I just didn't see where the conflict was going to come from. What I didn't like is that they're really hard to relate to because one, they're rich. Both of them are fucking millionaires and their parents are supporting everything and they're living together so that they can hide their addictions from their parents. And I just, it would never happen in real life. So I kind of just tried to ignore that aspect. Lily having all the public sex, I
1: was like, okay, girl, get it. I definitely agree with you. I felt like the fact that it was so hard to relate to the characters and this is going beyond them just being people as every character is. It was hard to relate to a character who was a sex addict and an alcoholic and also wildly rich. It's just such a niche type of character. Character that is just hard to understand. I guess self-insert too, which we love to do with a lot of books. I felt like I couldn't really self-insert into Lily or Lo, or honestly most of the characters in in the series. The
0: one thing that I did like is that in books and in real life, men are usually portrayed as the more sexual being, but Lily being a sex addict was really interesting because I've never read about a woman who has a sex addiction and how that can play into her day to day life. And I do like that they talked about her going going to the clinic and getting tested and kind of practicing safe sex I do think the accurate representation of how women are viewed when they have multiple partners based on compared to men who have multiple partners I did like that aspect because they did treat her like she was a slut even though Reich probably
1: fucked as many girls you know yeah I agree with you there I felt like I've never dealt with or known anyone who has a sex addiction but I felt that the thoughts that Lily was having especially through her point of view were very accurate to have an addicting personality thinks of things. However, I did not love Lowe's functional alcoholism representation. It just didn't really do it for me. I felt like it was a little bit lazy. Like, oh, he drinks. Okay, whatever. Like, it wasn't enough drama for me because, like, I know what an alcoholic is like, and Lowe was just annoying occasionally. Yeah, a rich alcoholic who went and stole $40,000.
0: 40000
1: worth of alcohol and couldn't pay it back and, like, kept being an asshole about it. It was just silly. Okay, but... What alcohol costs
0: $40,000? Can I try it? I I really want to try this $40,000 alcohol. Like, does it not get you fucked
1: up? Because he was pretty sober. Also, I know how alcohol affects your body. If he's been doing this since he was a teenager, like, he would have no teeth. Mm. He would have, like, stomach ulcers. And they do talk about this later in the series after Low goes to rehab, and he tells Lily that if he drinks anymore, his liver will fall out of his body, basically. I still have a hard time believing that Lowe wouldn't suffer other physical ailments while he's being an alcoholic for such a long period of time
0: and Lily keeps saying oh he's so hot he's so hot he's 6'4 I want to fuck him but I only sleep with people once and so she doesn't want to sleep with him I think it's interesting that he lost his virginity to her but they never had sex for another seven years
1: yeah it was until they were of legal adult age basically the other thing that kind of bothered me was that Lowe just hides his alcoholism so well throughout the first book the second book which again like no amount of breath mints no amount of showers will help like alcohol does like go through your pores when you're seeing family i'm sorry it does like people smell like alcohol if they're drinking daily so i do believe that he would have been found out much faster yeah but i think because his dad didn't care right his dad is an alcoholic as well yeah
0: and they said that they went through multiple different things to try to cover up the alcohol scent. what old spice what what are we using (laughs)
1: exactly but i feel like the Callaways would have been able to tell immediately because they're not stupid they're sober uh, essentially a somewhat healthy family minus the mom which is nuts and narcissistic but the dad seems really like he has a good head on his shoulders i feel like he would be like jonathan your son is a fucking alcoholic do something about it he's dating my daughter right and then connor being so smart he knew it was an alcoholic
0: but connor was just like it's fine it's not my issue to worry about
1: Literally, he was so apathetic even though he so deeply cares about his friends. I also feel like I really didn't like that Lily wasn't discovered. I know they kept mentioning that she would not fuck guys from her school, but I'm sorry. People talk. Was there internet in 2015? Yes. I remember how quickly girls would get slut shamed in 2014, 2015 for having sex with one guy. One guy from a different freaking village. It is not
0: realistic that she fucked and it doesn't ever specify the number. She never keeps track. She just fucks a different dude, but there's no way. And especially because after the fact, all these guys came forward after she gets discovered, which is in book three, and also she's fucking guys in the
1: bar. New York is small. I know it's big, but it's small. I literally was in a bathroom in New York City over the weekend and I had to change my clothes and I changed over the toilet because of how tiny the stall is. I couldn't fit in it. She you yeah. cannot fit two people in it.
0: Yeah, how do you fuck in a public bathroom in New York
1: in a bar? In a tiny New York bath you don't. Or with a lot of gymnastics. Have you fucked in a New York bar? i have not no i will put that on the bucket list i
0: would never put that on the bucket list because (laughs) i am disgusted by bathrooms like the one thing that i wish that i could self-insert is just how easily lily gets off she's like in the bathroom
1: coming with so many different guys i'm like how i want to (laughs) know i want to have that drive too because i definitely need a little bit more to get going i understand she's a sex addict i do i'm not trying to take away from the fact that it's an addiction and she's like pretty much just high off of the endorphins that an orgasm gives her but also just just to very quickly comment on the sex. Low never has whiskey dick? Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> Low never has whiskey dick with Lily. He's just good to go, rock hard, all the time. They can fuck for six hours, mm.
0: at the recital, mm. in the car. No biggie. And I also hate how everybody comments on Lily's weight, and how skinny she is, how much she looks like a child, all of this. I'm like, okay, Lo, don't say that she looks like a child, because That is disgusting. I'm sorry.
1: Right? You are in love with her. You're sleeping with her, and you're comparing her to, like, a faint little tiny doe. It's freaky.
0: The other thing about Addicted to You and Ricochet is that they're both only from Lily's point of view, and... I hate single point of view books. And so that was a little difficult for me to get in. But I had researched online that the other books are dual point of view. So that's what kind of kept me going. Also, the audiobooks, the narrator was really
1: good. I was surprised to hear Lowe's voice in Addicted for Now. I didn't realize that it was a dual POV. And I'm very glad that Lowe was introduced in Addicted for Now. But I felt like Lily was so arduous as a character. She was so annoyed and she was really really childish it was really hard for me as someone in my mid-20s to relate to an 18 year old because i know what i was like when i was 18 and these kids are put in these financial situations where they're meant to be more like adults but they're still in college and they're still really really immature
0: i rated addicted to you even with all its I still rated it five stars. I think so did I. Because it did suck me in. I'd been in a reading slump and nothing was kind of getting me going. And then once I started book one, I had to get to the next book. I immediately started the next book. Then when I went into Ricochet, it was the same thing. Rated Ricochet four stars. We can combine book two and three because book two was just a novella that was in just from Lily's point of view and pretty quick, even though the novella still was, I don't know, eight hours as an audiobook. I think
1: about nine and it's definitely not something you can skip it does have plot but we were talking about this as we were reading it feels like book one and two could have just been one book and half the size there was just a lot of storytelling that i was probably unnecessary a lot of
0: inner monologue okay so in book one you get introduced to connor and reich and i hated both of them in the first yes. book. And I hated Rose. Yes. Daisy, I had no feelings against because she's not too much featured in the first book.
1: No. And she's very much a, still very much a child in the first two books. Just to very quickly add, I rated Addicted to You four stars. It did take me four months to read this book. I initially planned to read it in January and I started it and I was having a really hard time like knowing what it was about. I feel like the motivation of us doing it for the podcast and reading it together was much more exciting uh, than actually just sitting down and reading it by myself. And then I I think I rated Ricochet four stars as well. And if you actually look on Goodreads, both of the books are rated below four stars. And then when we move on to Addicted for Now, we are introduced to a lot more plot. Do you feel like you rated that book of five as well? I did rate that book of
0: five stars. And okay. just to quickly do Ricochet, Ricochet is when Lo is in rehab and yes. Lily is living with Rose for Rose to kind of keep an eye on her. I actually really liked Rose in the second book. This is also where we get to learn more about Reich, which I thought it was weird that Reich went to chaperone the birthday party when everybody was so concerned that reich was liking daisy
1: who's underage why would they send reich yeah that's what keeps happening in the books is that they keep forcing everybody together daisy's parents hate reich to begin with she's underage at this point they would say no and it would be the end of conversation she's 16. But I guess Reich was there to babysit Lily and Lily
0: was supposed to be babysitting Daisy because nobody else knew about Lily's
1: sex addiction at this point. I felt like there were more people there because I remember a cab scene. But they're also in cars a lot.
0: Yeah, they were with Daisy's two best friends that end up coming back in Hothouse Flower. Those are the girls that were in the elevator. But
1: Reich brought a girlfriend with him. No, that is
0: the second time they go to Mexico, which is in Kiss the Sky. Um, they go to Mexico right. twice. Okay.
1: okay, so let's discuss a little bit more what we liked and didn't like and addicted for now, which is pretty much the conclusion of Lily and Lowe's story before we meet the two other main couples in the series. At this point in book three, Lowe is back from rehab and there are anonymous text messages coming to Lily's phone and Lowe's phone that they're going to release the fact that Lily is a sex addict to the press. And we don't know who it is, but that's the entire conflict for book three. And I was really into book three.
0: I yes. wanted to know who was releasing it. They kept it very engaging, very interesting especially when you started to get Lowe's point of view from everything the one thing that I thought was weird that they did a lot in book three is they can never just say Connor they're always like Connor Cobalt and yeah. I don't know why that stuck out so fucking much to me, but I'm like, okay, we get it. His name is Connor Cobalt. You did the double Coco, but
1: come on. <laughs> I know. I think it's also when we listen to audiobooks, we pick up on things that are being re- repeated a lot that you wouldn't even realize in a book. But something to keep in mind that it does get a little frustrating. And they, I didn't know his name was Richard until Kiss This Guy. Yeah, when
0: Rose, Rose says it. Roger. Yeah. So Addicted for Now, it's very funny because I rated it five stars and I really enjoyed it but I only wrote down things that I hated. So I don't know what I liked about it at this point.
1: I agree with you. I felt like I had so many complaints, even though I rated the book five stars as well. The universe itself was really cool. It was Kardashian meets Gossip Girl meets Friends. It was just a lot of family drama, which we do love. We do love a family series. We did love all of Sophie Lark's Kingmakers and Brutal Birthright books. Something about everyone being intertwined is so fun and exciting and seeing cameos was really fun. I think the dialogue was also really good and really engaging, especially when you're listening to an audiobook which we did for these and I think our only complaints are because the book could have been a six a seven and an eight star in our mind if these things didn't occur even though they were already five star books this was the first series in a long time that I actually was really into and I
0: was looking forward to the next book and I don't think that's happened except for the last one was probably the Eden series by by Deb Perry. Perry I actually do love the fact that we get to stay in the same world it's easy for my brain it's like a series that you're Watching that you can't stop, it's like a train wreck, and you want to look away, but you're just staring full force because you want to see what happens. And so actually, really got to like Lo and Lily's relationship because you you got to see their character arc really forming in this book that they're trying to get less toxic, and that struggle was a little bit more relatable when you're trying to get through an addiction. Although the whole book, I was like, Am I addicted to something? What am I addicted to?
1: Smut. <laughs> yes, I really like is that they talk about codependency in these books, which is a fairly new concept in therapy. Codependency wasn't mentioned in a lot of like psychology practices for a very long time. People didn't understand that two addictive personalities can be like intertwined together, and I I love that they mentioned it in 2015 that this was something that they wanted to cover is that two addicts can be codependent together, and that's not a healthy relationship. So I do really like that when Lily goes to therapy and her good therapist which Rose and Connor found for her that the therapist tells her you guys can work on this together it's just gonna take the two of you and a lot of trust which I thought was really beautiful for a relationship and I feel like that is why I love this book so much is that I was actually rooting for them because they were both really wanting to fix themselves for themselves and then for the relationship not just Lily wasn't like I need to stop being a sex addict so Lo can love me
0: exactly and I think that this book was way more relatable to me because I think since I got in a relationship fairly early I can kind of see where I was codependent in that relationship and so I could relate more to the growth that they first acknowledge that they're codependent and instead of saying okay let's stop it altogether, let's work on growing together without losing that codependency because I think you can be in a healthy relationship but also be a little codependent and if not then I probably should go back to therapy
1: (laughs) I love therapy so maybe we should all go to therapy (laughs) yes I just haven't
0: found a good therapist here it's so hard to find a therapist I
1: know I've been through like three in New York City after long term commitments with them and it's hard to find new people that you like or not even people that you like but people that you will then feel actual reward and work from yes it's one thing to just talk at a wall and feel satisfied it's a whole other thing to actually work past your issues which i feel like lily's therapist does so well so i was really thrilled for that and i do agree with you that i've also started my relationship really codependent and i have remained in that relationship and grown past the codependent stage but it was just so cool to see it acknowledged than a book this way.
0: I also really, really love Rose and Connor. Reich was so annoying.
1: I kind of had the ick for Reich this entire time, and we'll dive into more of Reich as we continue going with it, but I just remembered something from the Addicted for Now series that Lily does. So Lily's parents, when they find out that she's a sex addict, send her to this crazy therapist, who I have an issue with, and we'll talk about that in a second. But she talks about how she, would look at tumblr gifs that were like not suitable for work (laughs) (laughs) to get off super relatable because that's what i did as a teenager i didn't know where to go to look for porn so i looked at tumblr gifs
0: i feel like that's such a relatable millennial gen z type thing we were already on the app i mean exactly first one i saw probably was on myspace but then they started like regulating that so tumblr came into the picture
1: tumblr was a wild Ride for teenagers. Yes. The things on that website should have been illegal.
0: <laughs> but also, what I really wanted Lily to talk about is all her sex toys. She had like a whole chest full of sex toys. Like, I know which one should I use,
1: girl? Seriously. And I love the scenes where not to make fun of her sex addiction, but when she's throwing her tantrums over the chest yeah. and lo doesn't want to like give it to her. I just I don't know. To me, if they weren't both crazy codependent addicts, would be such a funny scene to just enjoy in real life both of their addictions are serious and not to
0: little anybody's addictions but they did kind of make it rom-commy and try to lighten the mood a little bit with both of these addictions which I enjoyed because it is such a heavy topic you need comedic relief to keep going with the series or you're just reading three books of women's fiction
1: yeah literally literally that's why book one and two were just a little hard to get through because it is a lot of just Lily being sad and complaining and being really neurotic whereas in book three we're introduced to and he really changes the dynamic in the relationship and it becomes way more fun and way more relatable and their relationship just blossoms the
0: one thing that i can say with books one through three though is that i did kind of get the ick even during any of the sex scenes just because it is an addiction so the way that she's thinking about it i definitely did not read this for smut because it was a little bit like she shouldn't be doing that like them fucking in the car at um, rose's recital i was like i don't like this at all. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't say any of the first three books are smut for fun. They're definitely very stressful, uncomfortable sex scenarios, even in Addicted for Now, where Lily's therapist encourages Lo to kind of take control of Lily's sex life and Lily's sexual pleasure, which I was like, I don't know if that's how you manage an addiction, but whatever. We're just gonna suspension of disbelief this right now. The scenes were so cringy because whenever they're from her point of view, which they are most of the time she's just begging and pleading and it's just really sad when they have sex it's not hot it's not enjoyable Lo just seems really stressed the entire time and And he kind of has to tell his partner no a lot which is sad well also
0: he's recovering from an addiction as well and he's also a 20 year old guy who now has to say no to his girlfriend because he doesn't want to enable her and I thought that was like ugh and then one of the most memorable scenes for me in this book is when she goes to the university to take the test. The teacher's like, no, you can't take the test here because everybody's staring at her once the addiction is leaked. I think we skipped over that, but the addiction is leaked pretty early on. She goes to school. She gets slut shamed and then they leave and Lo is with her and they go and Mason this dude that is a red herring obviously comes out and pretty blatantly is like let's fuck because you two were together so what's different like we can fuck again Lo fucks him up fights him and then they go home
1: and she's like so turned on I'm like damn girl to me I would just be like hey Lo are you okay because that was really shameful and embarrassing for you because it would be wouldn't it yes if someone came up to you and was like trying to blatantly be very crude and try to fuck your partner as you're standing right there and completely disregarding your existence i don't know lo i don't know if fucking lily was the right move after that right use your words talk I, about the situation
0: and i can get it that lo was drunk for most of their time together and now he's sober and now he's like oh fuck i'm gonna have to deal with all of this stuff now that i'm sober but still it's like so heavy such i agree
1: it is very heavy the other thing that I really did not like was when Lily's parents send her to their prescribed therapist the guy sexually assaults her and nothing happens just Lily's security guard comes and the security guards like if you if you don't get your hands off her you'll hear about I'm sorry you just assaulted a billionaire heiress and it's gonna be okay it's no big deal uh, if uh, if Lily's mom loves Rose so much why wouldn't Rose be like
0: fuck you I did all this research to find her a good therapist why would you send her to some random fucking therapist that you barely did any research who uses shock therapy come on no Mm-mm.
1: and this is what bothers me because I feel like in a lot of books that we read parents are neglectful terrible and horrible like they are in real life and <laughs> <laughs> felt. and here we have Lily, Rose's, and Daisy's dad who I loved a I felt like he was a great guy but there were just certain situations that made no sense like the therapist why would he send his daughter there why would he let his 16 year old daughter go on a trip with Reich like all of these things didn't add up even though he seemed very understanding and caring about his kids anyway it was confusing it was very confusing and then like the girls didn't have daddy issues you know what I mean yes exactly. that's what I'm trying to say yeah they
0: always complain about the mom but never about the dad and that to me is annoying because it's putting a pressure on the mom which we already see in real life so yeah. to see that mimic through the book it was really annoying and then with the whole who leaked the sex addiction
1: oh my god so Sarah that was Hale. the ending of book 3 <laughs> Wait. Sarah fucking Hale <laughs> okay. that was the ending of book 3 and we were both so fucking pissed off so who did you think it was I was kinda hoping that it was Lowe's dad same I was hoping it was Lowe's dad or Lily I thought Lily would do it herself because she was tired of hiding. I wanted her to have just a bit more grown-up character development than that. But no, Uh, let's villainize a woman who got cheated on
0: and now is trying to get revenge on her ex-husband. I get it, but like, girl, it's been 20 years. Let that shit go. And you're gonna, also, you're gonna victimize an 18-year-old girl?
1: Exactly. You're gonna victimize another woman? Why? What is she doing to you? Who are you actually hurting? I did not like that at all. Me either. I felt really, really fucking 2015.
0: Yeah, and then we're like, oh no, now Reich
1: has mommy issues. Like, okay, cool. But overall, (laughs) Addicted for Now was such a fun read. (laughs) It was, it was a five out of five. I really loved meeting Rose and Connor, and I really, really loved Kiss the Sky. Yeah, let's go into Kiss the Sky because out of
0: all the books, Kiss the Sky was definitely both of our favorites. Like, (laughs) that was an eight out of five for me.
1: Like, ten out of five. I loved that, but I had so many problems with it. So get ready for list
0: yeah but when I'm looking at my notes from that I actually have positive things about it instead I'm of all of negative mine are all negative <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'm gonna jump into Go. my I'm gonna jump into my favorite scene from yes, that book yes. can you guess yes, yes. what which one it is dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. It's Rose wanting to have sex. So wait, wait, very quickly. Let's just quickly mention that Rose was a virgin, and we hated that.
0: Yeah, a couple of things that I ignored in these books: how young they all are. They're all yes. over the age of eighteen, but I don't know. I aged all of them up, and they're rich. So the main tropes in Addicted for Now were like childhood best friend to lover, fake dating, and then the addiction, and then Kiss the Sky was rivals enemies, to
1: lovers, rivals, enemies to
0: lovers, to lovers, and the virginity trope. Which, if you listen to our Pop That Cherry episode, Episode, you know that we
1: hate but I think it was done okay so her first time is fucking crazy <laughs> she a freak <laughs> thank you Christy and Becca Richie for confirming that your first time does not have to be a massacre a crazy insane axe throwing experience Because our girl Rose had a fucking blast. She not only had a blast, (laughs) she got some necklaces. Oh my god. Okay, okay. So this book, I do recommend reading for The Spice because it slapped. Okay, The Spice in this was 10 out of 10. The plot was
0: was so interesting because it was definitely a Kim Kardashian situation in the fact that they are now filming a reality show based on Rose trying to get her clothing line off the shit list because now her company is kind of going under because of Lily's sex addiction that was leaked. So they get on a reality TV show and that part of the plot was a little like, for me. But when they're playing Truth or Dare, just Rose and Connor in the room, there's a strawberry situation happening. I know. Which I was like, my god. (laughs) Like, okay, keep the strawberry in your mouth and if you don't bite down on it, you're not drunk. You're not too drunk. And I was
1: like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so they were all playing, which, here's me complaining again what a surprise for there in their private delicious strawberry Quarters. scene the entire the core six are playing truth or dare together under all drinking or playing like strip truth or dare but i felt like it was so enabling to low to have his friends and family and the only people who actually know and care about his addiction drink around him but anyway fuck low because this is about rose and connor and then they go to the room and then it's it's the scene rose and connor playing truth or dare yeah, okay
0: also fuck scott really fuck scott like i oh, don't I have know why the fuck so scott was to there to about Scott that. fuck Julian like the whole dynamic they were at the cabin right fuck all people, these people. keep
1: saying so many times on book talk is there another woman is there other woman drama this was just other boy drama all the time it was so frustrating
0: yes it was but Rose's fantasy about sleeping and then waking up to the D I was like oh okay like, I relate bitch yeah I was like is this i'm gonna self-insert right now uh, non-con DAFCON. hello are you there did you know that's my favorite trope
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was really hot it was really interesting to read about that kind of relationship because both rose and connor are so fucking high strong in real life but in their real life non-sexual relationship dynamic rose is the dom basically in their social everyday life and in the bedroom things things switch They're, they they flip
0: switch a little bit um i might relate so (laughs) (laughs) this
1: is why we liked kiss the sky so much
0: (laughs) yeah because i like when women are very powerful and then they can also give up control the one thing that i didn't understand was why rose was so fixated on her virginity because i feel like if she's a high power badass woman it wouldn't matter that much like she'd be like okay let's go but you know she got over that and you know this was kind of a slow burn but a lot of tension because she didn't lose it until halfway through chapter thirty one. If anybody needs to reread, and you do because we did. Yes, um, my husband was out of town during this time, and
1: I was like, "Excuse, what? What am I to do?" <laughs> we will post photos once this episode goes live of us literally sweating over the scenes that were in this book. Like we were both freaking out. I was about to walk into an exam, and my fringe was glued. To my skin i was soaking wet from sweat from how hot the scenes in this book were. it
0: wasn't just the perspiration on your forehead
1: <laughs> i'm going into my exam okay keep it pg <laughs> you're like lily rubbing on the chair <laughs> literally literally okay the other thing that was really hot was while she was losing her virginity she's restricted and tied up the entire time which mm-hmm. like we said get it girl your virginity does not have to be scary and weird it can be hot as fuck
0: also they've been waiting for a year like literally it's the tension that built up it's not like the, this was their first time meeting i hated how everybody thought that connor was just gonna be with her to fuck her because what guy is gonna stay with you for a
1: year that just no to sense that? like i don't know i i didn't and like also how, like all the guys yeah it was just very like toxic masculinity and like cry wolf femininity in yeah. the book a lot of that but i really like the fact that they knew each other for so long and we kind of see so much of their relationship being revealed in the sacrifices he has made for her and she has made for him that they both didn't know about i just thought it was really cool what i had i think the biggest problem with was the actual reality tv show yes i had oh my god so many issues with this one i do not feel like the callaway parents or the Hales would be okay with a reality tv show they're already stockholder shareholder owned companies having their kids do reality tv shows would be such a fucking board disaster it would be a massive crisis like internally like just speaking like from a girl that's worked in corporate for a long time two their mom fucking hates this she would absolutely loathe this because she's so obsessed with the way that her daughters are presented to the world she would not be okay with her 16 year old just sitting there half naked on tv and then lily being like covered with a blanket while she's nude on television like right. live right. i just really didn't like that i also really didn't like that the broadcast agencies like would not take the show that is not true they would be completely pulling their teeth out to take the show the show would go to the highest bidder everyone would want the earnings and the profit off of that so the fact that scott is the only person who can do the show is such unnecessary conflict because it's so clear from like the first couple of chapters that he's gonna fuck them over and guess what he does fucks them, them over, over in like a wildly illegal and terrible way like he forges their signature which i know we've talked about this and we've had our own little debate about it because you were trying to play devil's advocate with me but even if they couldn't remove the sex tape off the internet so this is the major plot point and the conflict that in the book is that rose and connor's fun exciting diamond collar tied up times is recorded by scott and he sells the sex tape after the show ends and he makes a shit ton of money but he does so by forging rose and connor's signature on form so this is where i have
0: to argue with you because i read it as the contract that they signed said that he could use anything that was recorded in the bedrooms But Rose didn't have her lawyers read over it, which is so fucking stupid. You're a millionaire and you're not going to have lawyers read over it for your ego purposes. Come on. They were allowed to publish those scenes because in the contract, it specified that they could. And they thought-
1: I feel like they stressed the forgery so much. Because I think they thought
0: that it was a forgery because they're like, no way that Rose and Connor would let this slip through. And then it turns out that it was in the initial contract.
1: Oh, see, then I might have had a reading comprehension error because I thought... I know, I feel like we both don't really know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. So, listener, if you're listening, please correct us. But I thought that Scott forged their signature on, like, an addendum of the contract, and therefore he committed fucking forgery, and it doesn't matter if you can't take the sex tapes down. That is something to massively sue him over. They started the lawsuit, and then they realized that
0: they didn't have a leg to stand on, and they were going to spend so much money... because it was in their contract. But this is the problem with listening to audiobooks while you're working sometimes the excel spreadsheets yeah too much
1: <laughs> nope sometimes you're just sweating over smut and everything else the plot just goes out one ear and into the other right. oh my god i wasn't really happy with the fact that scott was not adequately punished we just kind of tell him to fuck off and he gets rich and everyone is scarred for life basically i really felt in
0: kiss the sky that you see the core six together a lot and you get to see mm-hmm. kind of their dynamic Mixed together I actually really started to dislike Lily and Lo in this because of the point of view of Rose and Connor and just kind of seeing them I don't know they got really fucking annoying to me the fact that Lily is so
1: childish yeah so I feel like they keep infantilizing Lily all the fucking time and all Lo does is carry Lily around piggyback Lily how small is Lily she just can't use her feet Also, come on. She's been fucking upside down, inside out, on roller coasters, everywhere she
0: goes, and she can't walk. Come on. I think a sex addict, yes, there's some embarrassment with that being leaked to the public, but you can't talk to your sisters, or I don't, I just, the whole shame around her being a sex addict, I thought that that was going to be character growth in the sense that after it got released, she was going to stand in her power. There's so much shame in Rose and Lily around sex a little bit
1: that I really was getting the ick from it they did not sexually empower her as they would if the series was written in 2022 instead they kind of just let her carry around this dirty little secret that's now been public and if I'm not mistaken Kiss the Sky was written before the Addicted and Addicted for Now and the Ricochet books so I feel like they just didn't know what they wanted to do with Lily at that point because in the prequel we're starting to get a much stronger character we're getting a character who is kind of recognizing her issue is trying to get help it's having empathy for herself which in kiss the sky she's just a fucking child literally that's all it is she's just like a very boilerplate character yeah and i really
0: really didn't like that okay but on to something that i did like connor and rose speaking
1: french i loved when he said i am passionate about you that Ugh. to me oh my god to me that is just such a bigger more beautiful phrase than I love you or I care about you whatever I am passionate about you tattooed on my forehead Connor Richard Cobalt yes I love that they talked in their own language well not their own language but I love that they have their own plane of existence together like they yeah. talk so yeah. much with their looks they text each other when they're with the core six they speak in French when they're with the core six I just thought it was so beautiful I don't know
0: each of these couples now that I think about it have kind of their own relationship language Lily and Lo are obsessed with comics and all of that and other people don't understand them when they are going to Comic-Con or any of this stuff so it it is kind of nice to see what drives these couples together and I think after four books you really understand kind
1: of the dynamic between all of them except for reich and daisy who we don't unfortunately get to meet until book five another thing that i hated was
0: the fact that the entire time they wanted lily and Lowe to get married both of them didn't want to get married which i kind of don't understand i do understand in the fact that they don't want to be pushed to get married but just elope then i don't know but the fact that at the end of the book you think they're gonna get married you think they're gonna get married and then connor and rose get married
1: yeah and to just very quickly comment on lily Lowe's and Re- relationship about the marriage it really annoyed me when Lo was like I wanna get married when we love each other and we're healthy. Like He specifically used that phrase, but they've loved each other for years now. Yeah. It just really bothered me that he actually used the words when we love each other and we're healthy. It just really annoyed me. But you're so right because Rose is our crazy controlling lady. She has been planning this wedding for Lily who is miserable and hates everything about this wedding for months. The entire reality TV show is literally Rose planning this wedding and hating her life and is being so burnt out and overwhelmed and then she tells Connor hey I'm gonna trust you with something that I would handle myself and Connor says okay cool I'll take care of this wedding for you and he does and then they arrive and the conflict is gone Lily's mom no longer gives a fuck that she's not getting married it's no big deal now cool whatever no problem and then it's just Rose and Connor getting married at the ripe age of twenty. I also feel like
0: Rose is such a control freak. Connor barely said I love you. Did he even say I love you at this point? Like he took the whole fucking book to to say I love you, which is so stupid. I mean I just get get over
1: yourself. But like I get that he's a narcissist but like you love a narcissist. Just love your narcissist. Oh but guess what? Oh another guy with mommy issues. (laughs) This whole book is literally Literally. this whole series
0: is mommy issues. Yeah, from girls and guys. I am convinced that Rose's fashion line is garbage. gonna be i am just imagining like corporate it was
1: 2015 <laughs> like corporate and taylor like I yeah i i was definitely feeling Anne taylor vibes or Anne klein which is even worse yeah i was like
0: okay girl you got this but when they were talking about all of lily being dressed and stuff i'm like i don't think i would wear this line same. so I no wonder why it's not
1: doing well same same also people would be going insane for her clothing after something like the sex addiction happened like we saw what happened with the Kardashians after a sex tape we know what happened they blew up I think both of us understand
0: when something goes viral you get a lot of love but you also get a lot of hate and I think the love sometimes can outweigh that in the sense that if she was going viral she would have sold out her clothing line
1: exactly I agree and the second she released something new people would have even hate bought it people don't care especially in like the beginning of consumerism truly taking a toll through media in 2015, people would have gone nuts for the Callaway line.
0: I think both of us agree that because the Sky was five stars. It was the best book yes. in the series so far. It was the I best book it. out of the five. I will reread it even with all the films. I don't even want to talk about Scott. I just want to move on to Hot House. <laughs> I had mostly anticipated Reich just because Connor is a know-it-all and I was like, I can't see myself with Connor, you know?
1: I like Connor though. I just have a really hard time with his assholeness about the I love you because I feel like Rose should be the exception and it bothered me that they didn't write that in because it doesn't make it special.
0: And I also didn't like the fact that he didn't really care too much about Lowe's addiction. Like that was all on Reich and I think that if Connor really liked Lowe that he would have cared a little bit more but he kind of enabled Low for a long yeah, time.
1: Yeah. And also just like twenty twenty male narcissistic characters do everything for the love and trust and they love them. And when they have their families they love them fiercely. And it bothered yes. me that Connor was just gonna die on the hill of being emotionless. Hot House Flower. This is where Reich and Daisy
0: finally get together. It is a little bit in the future. Now Daisy starts the book at 17 but she she is 18 and she's going on her very first trip to Paris Fashion Week without her mom. She goes to Paris and she has a situation happen in Paris where Reich flies out to come get her. But before Reich leaves to go to Paris, he is comforting Daisy at home and then Daisy leaves and they're like, let's see other people and Reich brings a girl over to his house and this was the biggest ick I've ever gotten. Of my
1: life. Gross. Which main character would do that now? They would just be fucking celibate they would not try to fuck other people because of the way that daisy finds out about this happening and what entails afterwards is just this entire sequence of events is disgusting yes this was the
0: biggest dick i've ever got so pretty much daisy... right eats a girl out On his bed. And Daisy gets a FaceTime or a Skype call and watches the whole thing. And then Reich realizes that Daisy's watching and stops. He just closes
1: the screen and then tries to call her and she doesn't want to pick up. And then he calls her back and she finally picks up. And then he does the dumbest thing in the universe. Okay, so he is with this girl, whatever. He's not into
0: it. Have her leave. You don't care about this girl. Why is this girl going to come out of the shower and be like, I don't have any shampoo. Let's take her to Daisy's apartment to get shampoo like just kick her out you already saw what happened with the girl who said that lily was fucking both low and reich the girl that reich took on the mexico trip and now you're gonna do that shit again like i i don't know i feel
1: like if you're in love with somebody for what is it six years at this point five years at this point you do not bring another woman into that woman's apartment into the apartment and have her on the phone the entire time and then daisy by the way is talking to reich and then talking to the girl whose vagina was just on reich's mouth 20 minutes ago and who is now borrowing her clothes and using her shampoo and her no razor. biggie no biggie i hated that i, absolutely I will say hated that. i did like that at the beginning of the comforting before daisy goes to paris that reich sneaks into daisy's room to sleep with her to keep her safe after the event that happened in kiss the sky when someone broke into the house and tried to hurt take photos rape daisy whatever that event was was really scary and i did like that portion of it but i will say just as we continue to talk about Hot House. Wright gave me the fucking ick i hated him he was my least favorite out of all the- i don't think he was my least
0: favorite because i think that i understand kind of where he's coming from like daisy was dating older guys and that part wasn't such an ick for me this whole beginning part definitely i hated and i hated the fact that the whole conflict of this was oh my god we can't tell low low's gonna right? get mad like Lo, get the fuck over it like he literally
1: sent you to rehab get over it i don't know i know and it's the age difference doesn't bother me because seven years is the exact age difference I have with my partner right now. It's no big deal because I met my partner when I was 19. Literally the same thing. They're actually six years, so we're even further apart by a year. But I just thought they were both such children. (laughs) I thought it was just such a poorly developed relationship with them and the daredevilness that they have in common so like we said every couple has something in common for them it's the adrenaline junkiness and loving adventure and loving being outdoors but it just felt so ick after so early on in the book he does something so disgusting that made it really hard to move past and then the whole thing about them going on a road trip to
0: help with Lowe's relapse which they never fucking mention they're just like "Low relapse cool and I know we find it out in Thrive and in the later books but I just hate that it's like okay Low relapse relapsed.
1: Just saying he relapsed was not enough for me.
0: I think they wrote Kiss the Sky, hothouse Flower, and then they went yeah. into The Addicted. And so maybe this was their plan all along to get people yeah. into Low's story and and Lily's story is like not give us so much information. So maybe yeah. on a marketing side I could see why they would have done that, but yeah. Lowe, having
1: read the first 3 books, yeah. I was very frustrated not knowing what happened to Low.
0: It did make me pick up Thrive really quickly because now I'm yeah. like, okay, I want to find out what happens. I did like that they gave Reich a friend. Like it kind of added a little bit more dynamic to him, even though I where I thought that friend was going to die. I thought that was going <laughs> to be the conflict. I was like, that friend is going to die. Because they talk about so much about how dangerous free climbing is. Yeah. So I just assumed that... He was gonna one thing i do like about all these books is that they're never really stagnant they're always moving around there's always trips and as a girl who loves to travel it is refreshing to see them go so many different places and i love the road trip another thing about low not wanting them to be together why did they let reich and daisy go for two weeks on a motorcycle by themselves also where did they sleep where was their bags i had so many questions how did they travel
1: I know there was literally no real logistics in this entire motorcycle trip. Which, by the way, started off with... Rike and Daisy on a motorcycle. Lo thinks they had sex, and he's like, I fucking hate you. You're disgusting. That's my little sister. You know, all of this other stuff. And okay, bu- <laughs> bye, bro. Oh, the See paparazzi. You in two weeks. The paparazzi found us. Now we have to split
0: up and conveniently we don't want you guys to be together. But here, go ahead and go on a motorcycle together with no clothes, no thing. I didn't like the logistics because I they could not have. Also, they're gonna ride a motorcycle across the country. Like, come on. No, it wasn't believable. I know. And I know. her standing up on a motorcycle. I'm like, okay, girl. the The spice scenes in this was okay, but
1: yeah, st- there was one. There was one motorcycle scene which I found really sexy. I did like that he rides the motorcycle with her, and her, she's backwards. I thought that was kind of cool. Like to me, as someone who's not an adrenaline junkie, thought that was hot and fun. That's the reason why I liked
0: Reich and Daisy so much because I am definitely. Out of all the girls, I relate to Daisy the most because I do feel like I can't sit still. I like to travel. I like to go out and do stuff. And so I did relate to her very the most.
1: much. I do like that they make her a short-haired queen. Oh yeah, I love that. When she chops her hair and dyes I know it,
0: the photo that's released of her and Reich dyeing her hair and she's like on Reich's back. Okay, I thought that whole thing was pretty cute. I'm not gonna lie. And but the fact that she didn't tell her mom that she has this giant scar, we even skipped over the riot from Paris. That whole thing was insane to me the fact that he like carried her on the back to the hospital. And then she has this giant scar across her face and- People
1: were also taking photos of her naked. Like that would be so illegal. And I understand that that really is discussing the pressures of modeling, but like there's just so many things that would be so illegal and not okay and would be dealt with in like an American millionaire, billionaire fashion. Having their daughter, a scar in her face and having her nude photos be taken would like the Callaways would combust. They would combust.
0: Thing, I like that she stopped modeling but it wasn't. I stopped modeling because I wanted. Now she has an excuse to yeah. stop modeling to tell her mom. And I just, I don't
1: know. I didn't like that whole aspect. One, I don't believe that she would have just been not modeling anymore after a scar, especially since they do describe the scar as to be not this fucking gnarly, crazy thing. Like she still has eyes. She still has eyebrows. She's still very beautiful. And if anything, she would be an even more beautiful model now because like unique looks were just starting to trend and really pick up. Yeah. And also Photoshop. Come on. She wow. was on the cover of Vogue. They wouldn't just end her career it would be like this big tragic news story and everyone would love her and she would walk the runways with the scar on her face proudly i'm happy she stopped modeling as well but you're right i wish she stopped because she wanted to yeah and the whole rock climbing bit of him going to yosemite i
0: like that the whole corps came out and they watched him. But then afterwards, when they got on the airplane, I would have not gotten on that airplane with those yeah. parents. I'm sorry, I would have turned right around and walked away. <laughs> yeah. But now they're on an airplane. Once again, they've been on air private jets a ton. And I feel like big conflict happens on these private jets every yeah. single time. So where do I get a private jet to have some conflict on?
1: Yeah, seriously. Like I don't my conflict is clearly not being like handled well in my real life. Like I have conflict in my two bedroom apartment in New York City when I could be in a fucking private jet.
0: And they still won't let Lily fuck in a jet. There's two big conflicts in this book. One is something happened to Daisy and she has some trauma and Reich is helping her through that trauma and you don't find out until the end that she's basically almost raped by her two best friends in the elevator, the ones that went to Mexico with her and that whole thing was one, unbelievable because I think that I agree. Daisy was so strong that if her friends tried to do that to her it is traumatic. I get that and she would leave and she also had the paparazzi and the person that broke into her house. All of that I get, but what I don't understand is why she would continue going to school with those people and not just pull out of school.
1: Again, this this is really frustrating for me. Because they're so rich and they have so much power that the parents wouldn't get involved. Sue them for sexually assaulting your underage daughter. Daisy doesn't
0: want to burden anybody with her problems, so she doesn't tell Me anybody. Too. She ends up telling Reich, and she doesn't tell anybody
1: else. And but that, she that has was... all this sex that she doesn't want to have. She she does all this stuff that is so out of character from someone who doesn't want to be the burden on everybody. She's so strong in all of these ways. She keeps being fearless. Keeps being fucking powerful. Keeps saying, you know what? I'm gonna keep trying things. I'm gonna keep pushing. And then. That she just does these really immature little childish things yeah okay
0: her whole growth around sex i thought was so funny like the portrayal of her sex life throughout the books was very entertaining for me because she keeps like antagonizing right through the yeah. entire thing of being like what do you mean i think i did i think i did and then
1: him being like you should you should come twice before any guy gets inside and she's like what <laughs> i but also it kind of triggered me that she never had an orgasm before reich that kind of threw me off we talked about this on the pop that cherry like self-exploration is very important she just i'm sorry she never could come she never looked at a photo Reich (laughs) okay
0: Lily sending her the porn site oh my god God. okay can we talk about that real quick yes we bitched about that so much I bitched about that so much so when Daisy is like oh I'm just so overheated I need to do something and then texts her sex addict sister to send her a sex website I was like okay girl first of all i'm sorry us. also
1: you don't know how to use google you don't know how to type in porn website and find something <laughs> you have to text your sex addict sister who's in recovery and stress this fuck and can't have sex to get a website recommendation and then not only once you get to that website recommendation
0: you go and click on the top video and it is of your sister and connor and,
1: and you she... don't immediately Close your laptop. You just keep watching.
0: Well, she's like, I tried to close it, and then things kept popping up. I'm like, close your laptop, throw it out the window. I don't care. I would not.
1: I would it's not continue. Sibling. <laughs> gross. I agree. It was, that was so gross. gross. Oh, my God. I'm also just, like, ask some, like, final thoughts on the entire series kind of really annoyed by like the Akatarness of it like every sister finds her soulmate really early on they're all like 18 when they find their forever loves and the forever loves are like related i don't know it kind of just bothered me that it was just i wish someone was an outside party and i don't believe connor is i do believe he's highly involved like they're all just very rich kids where where's Where is the poorer person coming in to? Wait, does does the fourth sister end up with a poor guy?
0: I don't know. Is that some conflict? Yeah, I know.
1: Where is she? I want, I want to get
0: to know Poppy. Poppy's like the stable out of the house. I'm not fucking with any of you guys.
1: And I literally, relate to Poppy the most. <laughs> literally, same. I'm like, dude, I'm Poppy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like we had a lot of thoughts. I rated Hothouse Flower four stars. I thought I was going to like Reich and Daisy the most. And although I do like reich the most for my own personal reasons just because lowe's an addict connor's a know-it-all reich's an outdoorsy guy that fits my vibe a little bit more i was really annoyed and the ending of this book i oh my god they're both pregnant
1: everybody's lily and rose get pregnant now we are we are very annoyed by this because rose spent four books telling us she does not want kids Lily and Lowe spent four books telling us we will not have children at all. Ever, 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 ever. And then in the last five chapters of this book, both Rose and Lily are pregnant.
0: Also, the whole thing about Rose not telling Connor that she's pregnant and, like, gonna take a a, a shot of alcohol. I just feel like they're... Relationship is so toxic still after being yes! married. Like you wouldn't tell your husband that you're pregnant. You just want him to figure
1: it out himself. Like, come It's on. just so immature at this point. That's what bothered me. Just like give in to each other. Like, you're the only person you can give in to.
0: Like obviously you shouldn't be having kids if you can't even tell your husband that you're pregnant. Literally. You, you have like a relationship competition still. And then Lily crying in the bathroom and about being pregnant oh because God. she thinks that Lo is going to leave her. Come on, Lily.
1: And also like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lily should not be having kids. Kids, even yeah. if she's pregnant okay yeah. okay we stand abortion rights here and we stand healthy parenting
0: correct <laughs> on and this podcast. Is. If they can't even get married because Low
1: is still like, we need to be healthy before we get married. You should be healthy. don't have, have children. Pits. Exactly. Do not have children. I understand what it's like to be the child of an addict. Don't fucking do this. No matter how mu- how rich you are, that's what no. bothers me. That's what Connor tells Rose all the time. We have so much money. You don't even have to be a mom. <laughs> look how well that turned out for Lily
0: and I know that a lot of people love when people have children in books because it's like the wrapping up of stories I don't mind children in epilogues but this is the fifth book so now we're gonna have to go to five books with children and you know how much I hate children in books and I'm just gonna have to deal with it I am not excited for the next five books of the series I'm not gonna lie because Hot House Flower kind of flopped for me and I I stopped loving it
1: as much as I did after Kiss the Sky. I agree, so far the series has peaked for me at Kiss the Sky. And don't get us wrong, children can be okay. I am a huge lover of single parent tropes, massive. I've been binging them all year, but this just feels so unnecessary. They're all so young and we barely get their relationship. They're all still in these toxic relationships. It's just so unnecessary. And now the conflicts are gonna be about kids. What else is there going to be a conflict about? Denise and I have been talking
0: about this series for a week and a half, and I feel like we can't
1: even summarize
0: our feelings in an hour and 20 minutes at this point, podcast. Literally. And it just, there's a lot that goes into it. I'm glad we started reading it. Now I kind of. Same. Everybody asked, is it worth the hype? What would you say? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm having a good time. We just complained for an hour and a half. But guess what? I'm still going to leave the next five.
1: Me too. Me too. I'm so invested in these stories and in these characters. And I need to know if they become healthy, if they get the happily ever after that I feel like each couple deserves. But getting there has been interesting.
0: But we love to hate things. I, we do
1: we love to hate things that is our favorite hobby
0: we literally have been sitting every single day and being like what part are you on what the fuck what the <laughs> fuck is this who the fuck is this I don't like this and it, it just makes it so fun so I think it's that like reality TV exactly it's exactly we hate watch it we hate it. we hate read it <laughs> <laughs> so we will be continuing the series they're not on Kindle Unlimited so we actually purchased them all I spent probably too much money on the audiobooks so much
1: money I have the physical copies and I bought the audiobooks and they are so expensive yeah I bought
0: the audiobooks the ebooks okay on a kindle unlimited when you, when you go to purchase the kindle book you can add the audio narration for $1.99 so each of the books was like seven books for the ebook and audiobook so I didn't use my audible credits for it so you know it's still seven books It's so $70 on a series worth it worth it fun <laughs>
1: That's right, out. That's right, out there. <laughs> Coming to give us our money back.
0: <laughs> I'm excited for the next half of the series. I'm excited for all of you to join us on
1: our I'm exploration excited. of the Addicted and Calloway family.
0: Yes, and please let us know on Instagram at Katie Between the
1: Sheets what you liked about the books, what your favorite book was. Tell us who your favorite couple is. We want to hear all of your thoughts about it because we're so obsessed and we want to be obsessed with you. We are looking forward to recording Addicted Part 2, which is going to come in the
0: next couple weeks whenever we finish the next five books. Make sure to rate us five stars on wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple, your mom's basement. I don't care.
1: (laughs) We love you, good girls. Thanks. Bye.